Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Aiko. You're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? It's Wednesday, July the 7th. Wow. Time is really flying. This year has been incredible. I mean, this is one for the history books, right? I mean, everything, plague, pestilence. I mean, it's just biblical. All right. We've been, I've documented it every day. <laughs> we have seen some very interesting times. Um, Politically, spiritually, physically, with diseases and watching people behave during a crisis is well documented on all of these podcasts since, what, March? All right. Here's the thing. I'm completely bowled over by Michaela Cole. Um, I hope that's how you pronounce her name. I've never heard anyone pronounce it, but her show... On HBO, I May Destroy You is life. And I'll tell you why. So I'm watching it last night on demand because they moved the night and it was originally after Insecure. So it would be like record, record. Well, now they moved it to Monday. So I forget, you know, I don't know why I haven't set it to record. I just forget. So um, I usually catch it on demand or watch it on HBO Max or something. So I turned it on last night and I was watching it. And for some reason, I said, let me Google this girl. She's blowing my mind. I mean, she's young, but she has a clear voice. Uh, her writing style, I knew I knew that she wrote the show and I knew she created the show. And I'm like, man, she's just got so much talent. You know, let me read about this chick. So I'm watching the show and I'm Googling her. And I read, I had to hit the pause button because I read that the premise of I May Destroy You actually happened to her while she was working on her her other show, which I never watched, Chewing Gum. But she took a break um, to go out for a drink with friends. This is the first episode of I May Destroy You, dude. So she took a break because she was struggling, Not maybe not even struggling, but she just went to go have a drink. While she was out, the drink got spiked and she was raped by two men. And for her to be brave enough to put that on a television show, that's why it feels so authentic. Because I was watching it. I'm like, this show is not. Certainly you can't glamorize rape, but it's not. It's not dramatizing it in a way. (sighs) I can't even put it into words. The way the show approaches these attacks, because the first four episodes, everybody's sexually assaulted or attacked or sexually manipulated. There's there's just an underlying message of um, this. And I, I don't know if I'm reading into it or not, but I May Destroy You could be what sex is saying to this particular group of friends. There's so much. The relationships are so nuanced and it's so matter of fact, like the way she um, remembers it in bits and pieces and the way she couldn't acknowledge she was assaulted, the way she um, interacts with her friends around the assault. um, It's just fascinating. And I'm not saying she reacted to it exactly that way, but there's an authenticity to it uh, uh, on the show that once I read that, I was like, this is the bravest girl ever. Because not only is she writing about it, she's starring in a show about it. And then as the show unravels, 
Like, don't be like me and fall for the um, previews, because on the previews, it looks like you might be watching a rom-com, but it's not it is not romantic at all. A lot of um, a lot of what happens on the show is about being violated and she captures friendship and love and warmth and violation and pain and betrayal in like like a like it's a gumbo or something like you're just stirring all these ingredients together she just is masterful at it um and to only be 32 and to have gone through something like this in real life because the way they film it you you realize she can only remember bits and pieces of it, but she knows she was assaulted. And then, like, where is the friend that was with her that pretty much just left her? You know, it's so realistically done because I think it's in your 20s uh, when you realize, at least for me, I realized that there were party friends and your real friends. You know, when you're young, you think everybody's your friend. If they're smiling and talking to you, they're your friend. Um, but anybody who would leave you in a club to be sexually assaulted, you know, and just dump you somewhere is not your friend. And I know for me, girl code is, you know, I'm not leaving you. Um, yeah, I know this dude wants to have sex with you. Yeah, I know you are drunk and you think you want to have sex with him, but not on my watch. Uh, I'm not leaving you. So... That's how I was. That's me in college because I had some friends who were overindulgers. I drank a lot too, but there were people who really overindulged to the point where it was like, you know, not safe for them. So, yeah, who are these friends? I mean, it's such an incredible show. I mean, it's heavy. Uh, it's heavy. And once you know that this is something she really went through, I mean, she is, what a rock star. And I'll be honest, I feel like my career would have gone further had I been interested in being in front of the camera as well. Because then you could have been making movies all along, you know. But uh, you could have done the Spike Lee thing. Just I'm the star of my films and I'm uh, writing them, you know. But that just never appealed to me. But I think you can go further faster Uh, If you do want to be like Tyler Perry or Spike Lee or, you know, put yourself in front of the camera as well as behind it. But anyway, and you're guaranteed to have, you know, roles written for you because you're writing them. But yeah, anyway, this show is fantastic. HBO is knocking it out of the park, man. Listen, I enjoyed this past season of Insecure more than any other one. Um, I also think Issa Rae is very very talented um and i just don't like the way they use the n-word non-stop in that show i think they're more intelligent than that and i think it's a crutch and if that's how they really talk it's disappointing um because i don't care who says it it's a slur and other than that i think the show is amazing and i love the fact that they incorporated older women into this season so that was fun uh, we actually got to meet Issa's mom, who is uh, Howard grad Wendy Raquel Robinson, uh, portrayed on the show. So that was very cool. Um, listen, all the shows aren't going to be Game of Thrones. I get it. Game of Thrones for like the first six seasons was some of the most epic TV I've ever seen. And it was fantastic. HBO just has a way of cultivating those 
those moments, uh, those shows that, you know, you, you can't miss. And, um, I would put, I may destroy you and euphoria when it comes back up into those categories, because while it may not speak to my generation, it definitely speaks to anybody, you know, 40 and below because this is how they lived. This is how they're out here in the world. This is how they're making moves. And when you have cell phones to document everything, I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, the way the show is being done is just, I mean, I'm blown away. She's a genius, dude. And uh, I'm just excited to know that I'm in the world at the same time she is. And maybe one day somebody will describe something I do that way. But for now, I'm just in awe. And that doesn't happen very often. So, Stranje. <laughs> and if you're old enough to remember Eddie Murphy and Boomerang, that's where you heard that phrase from because it's hilarious. Stranje. That's uh, Grace Jones's character. And listen, I don't care how old you are. That's a funny movie. You need to watch it. Boomerang is probably Eddie's least popular movie with white people. Or let me just put it this way. Non-black people. But it is his funniest. It is. I quote that movie nonstop. You should watch it. It's very funny uh, if you've never seen it. And, I, you know, right now I'm just really amazed by that show. Lots of stuff going on. Like I mentioned yesterday, we've got new music coming out. Uh, and it seems like we're going to add a production for a podcast, an additional podcast. Um, more content, different content but also adding value uh, to the brand and to the business. Um, so, yeah, right now we're squarely in audio. Our our position in audio for Just Media Works, Civil Theory is the parent company, is um, it's pretty pronounced. We're definitely in, in the audio space. So uh, still working on doing some production things. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. It's it's feeling promising. Um, so we'll see what 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 shakes out for the rest of this year. But uh, cross your lucky fingers for us. Your lucky parts. I usually say lucky parts because I don't know. Everybody's fingers might not be what they think is lucky. So <laughs> cross your lucky parts, and of course I'll keep you informed. Um, but yeah, it's it's heating up. It's exciting. Uh, People are already shazamming the uh, single that hasn't been released yet. That is kind of cool. So thank you so much for that. Uh, stay with us. and Thank you for listening. And if you have HBO, uh, you should watch I May Destroy You. It may destroy you, for real. It's it's hardcore. But it is, um, it is a, gosh, a, a wonderful display of writing, acting, and she's just a tour de force in this show, Michaela Cole. Good for her. All right, everybody, enjoy your Wednesday. Be safe. And if you're where I am, be cool because it is heating up. It feels definitely like summer. Yeah. <laughs>